Percy, what say you about one being inspired by the hurting and suffering in this world in order to advocate for them? Well, Wayne, I believe wholeheartedly that anyone who is truly connected to decency and concern of the human condition of others will somehow figure out a way to stand with and encourage them because ultimately it energizes you uh, if you're that individual to see others fight and to ultimately win. Mm -hmm. I think we should talk more about this today. We will. We'll talk with a super advocate to the cancer community who uses her energy and compassion to help others thrive. The following program is produced and sponsored by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. And welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Percy McRae, who is Director of Underserved Communities at City of Hope. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and great to be with you again, Percy. Always good to see your smiling face. Hey, my friend, it's good to be back, and uh, I'm excited. It's another day. Let's get this going. How right. about it? Yeah, I- I'm ready. We've, we've got a wonderful guest and topic here today. Ways to Respond to Cancer Patients is our free resource. I'll mention more about that in a few moments. But you know what? We've been asking listeners to, to submit questions, and we're seeing a flow of questions now coming from our friends who tune into this podcast. Uh, questions, and I should say comments as well, because I do want to share one of those comments right now, even as we get started here today. Uh, from uh, Tomball, Texas, a listener says, I don't have a question, but here's a huge thank you to Reverend McCray for your podcast. I've been seriously blessed, all caps, blessed with these podcasts as I am in the midst of my marathon cancer journey. So thank you for that response. It's always encouraging to hear back from people, Percy. It is. Well, thank you, uh, Tumble, Texas. We appreciate that, and I certainly do, and I thank God every day for you because it is because of you and others like you that I am doing what I do and uh, and the calling, making the Bible says to make your calling and election sure. Mm-hmm. And one thing for sure, uh, going on close to 30 years, uh, I'm, I'm very sure on, on why I do the things that I do and your comments help to reinforce that. Remember that we love you here at HHI. We're praying for you and others like you. Uh, so continue to fight the good fight of faith and continue to listen to health, hope, and inspiration. Thanks so much. Yes. And by the way, in the weeks ahead, we will be sharing some of those questions that have been sent in to us. And you can always submit a question even now by going to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect and the drop down menu there will give you a chance to ask a question and we'll be sharing some of those in the weeks ahead. So thanks for doing that. And thanks for reviewing this podcast as well, whether you use Apple Podcast or Google or Spotify, whatever service you use to receive your podcast version of this program. Uh, thanks for leaving a review. That that really does help. Okay, lean on me when you're not strong. That's what we've titled today's conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And again, when we hear from this particular individual, first of all, just her energy, her spirit, her vivaciousness, uh, you're going to appreciate, again, uh, why we've titled this show this, because she is one of many, and she leads a group of people who really, truly lives uh, this school of thought. And so with that being said today, be encouraged by the words that you'll hear from this woman today. All right. Would you like to open with a scripture verse again today? Our spiritual nugget for today is a good one. Found in Isaiah 35, and we're going to read verses 3 through 5. It says this, Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way, and say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. 
And this is the spirit and the essence of, again, the, the conversation that we're going to hear today from this young lady and her team who does this on a daily basis with cancer patients all over the world. We'll meet that guest in just a moment here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope with locations from coast to coast. Their team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, volunteers, and support staff, all united by their desire to find cures and save lives. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies that target cancer-related side effects, Comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Their national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. So visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about City of Hope. Or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866 712 H-O-P-E. City of Hope uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Lean on me when you're not strong, our theme today, and let's get after it now as Percy introduces today's guest. Hey, 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 it's me, Pastor P, and I'm back again with another compelling conversation, as always. Uh, to talk about all things relevant to the cancer community, the cancer space, uh, the cancer conversation. And today I have with me, I'm fortunate to have with me someone who uh, I've grown to love and appreciate and respect so much. She's a colleague and uh, she works for City of Hope, as I do, as we continue to further this message around uh, health, hope and inspiration. Today we have Courtney Lewis, who is the manager of the CEO team and the MCS team at City of Hope, and she'll unpack what that is and what that means in just a second. But welcome uh, to the platform, my dear. How are you doing? It is lovely to see you, my friend, always in a pleasant mood when we're together. It is. It's, it's our, our energy, and when we get together, it's just infectious, and um, I couldn't ask for anything better, that's for sure. And with that being said, uh, again, it's my honor to have you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day uh, as we record this, as it's the end of your day and it's the end of the week. So it's been uh, busy for both of us. But I wanted to kind of sit down and have a conversation with you as we have, you know, been working together now for several months and collaborating. I love collaboration as we continue to further the mission and the vision of inspiring and encouraging and, and uh, nurturing the cancer community. And one of the things that this platform is here to do is to give space uh, to the cancer conversation in all of its forms and variations. And that's what we want to do. And we want to talk a little bit about the work that you do at City of Hope uh, as you are managing, as I mentioned, the CEO team and the MCS team. What is that and, 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 and what is the value of the work that you do through that those acronyms? <laughs> Yes, sir. I know it is a mouthful, so I will be happy to break it down for you and for your lovely audience here. The CEOT team is short for Community Engagement and Outreach Team. There we go. So 
The EOT was really formed organically, I have to say, from the beautiful feedback we received from the cancer fighter community Mm -hmm. in that the best way we can serve them and those they love was to really have a concierge level point person who could navigate any any and all needs for they themselves or when someone they love, you know, unfortunately might be facing cancer. Mm. Uh, For those of you that already know and love City of Hope, you know, we're your easy button. We can provide end-to-end navigation for upcoming visits. And if a person close to them, you know, may be newly diagnosed, in need of a second opinion, you know, we hold their hand. We hold your referral's hand. We hear your referral's heart. Mm. And we provide them, you know, all that City of Hope or whatever resources that they need that are in their purview close to home, really essentially to put you in a better place than before you did connect with CEOT. And, and with that being said, of course, uh, and this is part of the engagement for uh, obviously for my team with regard to uh, outreach to the faith community. As we continue to nurture that community, we continue to help develop cancer care ministries inside of local faith uh, audiences uh, throughout the United States and, quite frankly, the world. Close to 4,000 uh, houses of worship at this point have gone through the training of our Journey of Hope And one of the things that bubbled up out of all of that engagement for me and my team was the fact that there were individuals who said, well, who can we call and who can we talk to, Uh, particularly if we wanted to kind of send someone into the pipeline? But if we had general questions or if they had general questions around treatment options, how to engage with the healthcare system. So it inspired us to then create the uh, second portion of the acronym, which is MCS. And so let's talk about what MCS is and what it does. The Ministry Concierge Service was created to answer your questions about cancer and treatment options to bring peace of mind. When you call the dedicated toll-free number or give that number to someone you love, you can rest assured that the call will be answered by an experienced member of our Journey of Hope's team an oncology information specialist who's trained to work with the faith community and respects and embraces their faith. You know, please feel free, call anytime, day or night, for information about cancer, treatment options, the healthcare process, or arrange for a second opinion. It's all City of Hope cancers, all stages of cancer. The Ministry Concierge Service is, of course, a free resource for you and for those that you refer. There's no cost for this call. There's no obligation to even visit or obtain an appointment with City of Hope. But you can absolutely call 888-696-HOPE. And that is 4673. Again, 888-696-HOPE. And I'll break it down one more time. 888-696-4673. And with that, thank you for just kind of giving us some insight uh, to that and the motivation. And again, I want to reiterate the fact that uh, in your team, and I know uh, you know your team members well, these are folks who are very passionate and very engaged and, and also uh, able to connect with people on the level of their spirituality with regard to the person that's on the phone. Uh, and again, I want to reiterate, uh, this is not uh, a service to kind of proselytize or tell anybody what they should believe or practice. This is a concierge service, truly, uh, to be there, to be a, uh, you know, a hands-on first touch for anyone who may have questions or thoughts or concerns with regard to how to engage in the healthcare system. 
but also be very cognizant and sensitive and supportive of people of faith who may be inquiring information. So uh, we're grateful. And I want to just tell you how much I appreciate you, your team. And, uh, you know, I know that there has been uh, scenarios and situations that you and I've had to talk about with regard to people, uh, conversations that have taken place. How does the, uh, the MCS team at the end of the day, how do they feel about being able to do this type of work and support people of faith in the community when they really need to have someone there that can hold their hand through a very difficult uh, conversation? Absolutely. You know, when I think of those four individuals, they are the heart and soul of City of Hope. They are the heart and soul of MCS. You have to take it back and peel the peel back a few layers of the onion to realize that, you know, when you choose a profession, you also choose a passion. And when you're really, really passionate, your passion becomes your life. Yeah. And these folks' lives are intertwined with the lives of those that they touch with mm. every day. Mm. I love hearing the stories from Patty, from Jeff, from Kim, you know, from Heather. And really, when they engage and they come back and say, wow, this this family gave me goosebumps. I really hope that we were able to put them in a better place. I mean, it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> you can't see them, but I can feel them, y'all. Yeah. And you know, the cancer community is, is very special. You guys are a resilient people. You guys are thriving, mm. not just surviving. And that is something that I have personally resonated with as not a survivor of cancer, but a survivor of, of a lot of things and a family that's gone through a lot of health issues. Right. Yeah. So when you are nurturing a community the allies and support friends in faith are among the most credible people on earth. You know, this, yeah. we are, we are among one another and there's value in providing not just education, but tools, you know, systems, advocacy. What can we do to help you live the life that you imagine when you lay your head down at the pillow on a tough day yeah. or on the greatest day, you can tie it back and say, wow, it's because I had this special person in my life who was really able to help point the way. And, That's and why we're here. Yeah, and you're right. I, I recently uh, attended, and I go to many different conferences throughout the United States, kind of faith-based conferences. Uh, I've been at the NRB. I've been at the Southern Baptist. I've been at the National Baptist. I've been at the Church of God in Christ. So I attend all of these conferences, obviously, with regard to the work that I'm doing, uh, kind of to shake hands, to meet those national faith leaders, to let them know about the services that we provide, particularly with regard to supporting people of faith with regard to cancer. And it was interesting, this last conference that I attended, the whole scope of the conference was around health and wellness. They were specifically talking about the impact of COVID-19, uh, how that impacted uh, national spiritual leaders mentally, talked about mental health, uh, and then talked about, um, you know, encouraging people of the faith community to make sure that they access uh, their healthcare providers and reach out to their health community accordingly. And I think that, and I could be corrected, that we are at this point the only healthcare organization in the United States that purposefully and intentionally reaches out to the faith community to say, we want to respect you and your faith, and we want to respect the fact that faith is important to you and that it matters to your process of mental, emotional, and physical well-being. But we really are talking about the, the merging of, of medical care and spirituality and faith, and neither has to really supplant the other nor uh, uh, be a substitute for the other, but they can 
be amalgamated together and work cohesively. And one of the things that we are continually working on is, is embracing all faiths and letting people of all walks of faith understand that their walk of faith and that faith matters to them, and therefore it matters to us from a spiritual care perspective. Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit and, and get a little personal with you if, you, if you're okay with this. Uh, I, I know that because you and I have had conversation and we've talked offline that you are of a, a Jewish background and and that that is your spiritual faith orientation and so on and so forth. How, in your opinion, from your perspective, again, this is not necessarily a cookie cutter conversation. This may or may not necessarily fit everyone in every right. scenario, but from a Jewish perspective, we may have someone that's listening that may be of a Jewish background, and we certainly hope that you are and that you're enjoying this program. How does your faith, from a Jewish perspective, uh, aid and assist when challenged with a healthcare crisis, in your opinion, or has aided your family members? How has your faith been of value to you mentally, emotionally, or physically when dealing with the dynamics of health and well-being? It's a phenomenal question, and you know it's an important question, and I'm and I'm grateful for the question. I think it's it speaks volumes of what we're doing to open our arms and open our hearts to those that are uh, maybe a little different than us. Yeah. But I think the the common denominator is we are more similar than we are different, Absolutely. right? And the more and more you tap into those that might be a little bit outside what you're familiar with, yeah. you you tend to learn that those familiarities are what continues to that to to build that tapestry mm-hmm. among us. Mm-hmm. So that being said, for all my uh my fellow Jews out there or those that have never met, I'm happy to be your first Jewish friend, a redhead from Chicago. <laughs> uh that grew up eating her mom's noodle kugel and bagels and lox mm. on a Sunday. But you know, that's part of healing too, right? Yep. I think for for when I think about how my faith incorporates into my everyday life, or certainly when dealing with a health situation, things that come to mind for me are congregations that come together. Mm. We celebrate the peaks of life together. Mm -hmm. We help each other shine a light during darker times together. We have the power of prayer, the power of song, the power of the written word and food. Mm. (laughs) I think no matter what house of worship you go to, you will always find those elements, but just repackaged in a different way and maybe in a different language, but it all harmonizes in the same song to me. So I think uh, the timing of our podcast is even divine intervention. Mm. The time that we are having this dialogue, it happens to be on the National Day of Holocaust Remembrance, which is a special day in our community and And for all communities to never forget. That's right. Absolutely. You know, the other thing that comes to mind, I I alluded uh, in the rich tapestry of family, my culture's ability to persevere Mm. and remain kind and to thrive in times when we were ultimately surviving Mm -hmm. that shift from surviving to thriving that is embedded very deeply, not just in my roots of of a young Jewish woman, but, you know, that passes on from generation to generation and grows and we use humor. Yeah. You know, we're funny yeah. because sometimes, like Dolly Parton said, laughter through tears is my favorite emotion <laughs> for those of us that can resonate with Steel Magnolias. Yeah. So a few things that come to mind. Well, and, and you know, it's it's such a rich heritage, such a rich history. Um, we were talking earlier. I was reflecting on the time when I visited uh, Israel and Jerusalem and uh, just a remarkable trip. You know, it was just I was there 10 days 
I was physically exhausted when I got back home because, I mean, we <laughs> literally attempted to see so much and there's so much there to see and experience. That's right. But, but what an appreciation for, again, the, the background, the travels, uh, the, you know, and everything that is part of the Jewish faith. And so we want to celebrate and remind any and everyone that are out here. And if you're not Jewish, that's fine as well. We, we want to embrace all faiths and religions and let you know today that spirituality is a major huge important component for individuals working through and walking through challenges and we understand that and that's what this program is really designed to do and as I think about it uh, I, I remember interviewing a gentleman he wrote a book uh, and he was Jewish and he was telling me he, he's also a, a counselor a family counselor and he was telling me about one of the great things that the Jewish culture and ethos particularly around the loss of life and, and grieving is that there's a period of time where uh, people from the Jewish community come over to the house to just sit in silence with uh, the one that's grieving to allow them to just have the presence of, of another with them, not necessarily saying anything. So there's so many rich and wonderful practices that that I think is is worthy of highlighting. And, and I really do appreciate you kind of just sharing that with the audience today. Yes. You know, uh, if you haven't been to a to a Shiva, which is what you're describing, it is it is it is a beautiful moment, just like a wake that you'd go to to celebrate the life. Mm -hmm. I think you phrased it perfectly. You know, Rev P, it's you don't even have to say anything, but bringing a plate of food or holding somebody's hand and just being there and sharing your presence. We can feel even if we don't say a word and you can hear someone's heart without necessarily speaking the same language. So, you know, we can believe in our bodies, our doctors, our science, our medicine, but you know, when something is this huge, Mm. like, like cancer that we're dealing with and it alters the whole life, it turns everyone's world on access, you know, giving people hope and comfort to believe in something divine, you know, bigger than themselves. You know, there can be miracles when you believe no matter what you believe in or who you pray to. That's that's how I see it. We are more similar than we are different. Well, and, and that's the power and that's the purpose of why we talk about spirituality, faith and faith in the context of healthcare and and medicine and science, not to be a replacement for, not to be a substitute of, but to be to work together in an in, in, in amalgamation together to create moments and opportunities of, of the prospect of, of health and hope and inspiration. And that's what we're here to do. In the, in the closing seconds that we have, my dear, and I, I thank you again graciously for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, what, what is it? What gives you hope? What drives you? Because before you answer this question, I want everybody to understand <laughs> something. You, you've never met. I've never met a more infectious, vivacious, uh, energized human being. You, I, I am always graced to be in your presence you always bring a, a kind word, a word of, of hope. What keeps you, what recharges your battery from a hope mm. perspective? Well, I'm taking a beat with that because, my goodness, do you have the ability to make someone's day and make their heart <laughs> smile? So thank you for that. But I will say, you know, what gives me hope, honestly, really and truly, what keeps me positive, you know, I, I'm i known as somewhat the, the, the unicorn of City of Hope, or at least the unicorn of CEOT, right, <laughs> that we keep it positive, but we keep our power at the same time. Right. So when my battery's drained and I need to recharge, I honestly, I think of your stories. Mm. I think of the stories of my 10 years at City of Hope in really understanding 
how people rise up. Yeah. It gives me hope that mm. people rise up and they can overcome anything. And that is just, ooh, it just tells me whatever I'm going through, girl, you got this. You can do it. And, you know, manifesting greatness, sometimes you have to think about what you bring about. Mm. And the hope that comes to me for conversations that just are rich and robust and enlightening, like what we're having now, this dialogue, this moment, yeah. this energy, yeah. that gives me hope mm. for humanity, for people, for culture, for the world that, you know, we are better when we are together. And when people share their hearts, that fills my cup. Ah. A good laugh fills my cup. Going to Zumba, riding horses, <laughs> cooking also fills my cup and gives me hope. But really, honestly, if I had to break it down, it, it, it is it is you, you, the listeners on this on this mm. uh, phenomenal podcast, you uh, Rev that that runs such a beautiful organization that gives people the platform, the space to even hear or listen or share, you know, just um, just your stories gives uh, me gives me the hope. And hopefully my story can give some hope too. that reciprocity. Right. To pass it on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pass it on and pass it forward. And my dear, you do that as well as anybody that I know. I want to say just blessings to you. I love you. I respect you. And every time that I walk out of your presence, I feel better. I feel like I'm a better human being. And I feel like I've been touched by a better human being. And I'm going to tell you something. That is priceless at the end of the day. So thank you for all that you do and that all that you're continuing to do with your team. And uh, it is great being able to collaborate with you. And so with that being said, today, you have heard from the one and the only, the incomparable uh, Courtney Lewis, my friend, my colleague, my constituent, my collaborator with regard to the work that we're doing to continue to speak to the uh, community of faith and the community of cancer as we continue to declare healing, health, and wellness today. You have been inspired. Go and inspire somebody else. Thank you, Courtney. Love you, darling. Go and Love be well. Love you back. All right. Have a You're great weekend. simply the best. <laughs> I, and I echo those words right back to you, dear. <laughs> right back at you. All right. God bless. We'll talk next time on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Take care. Yes, thank you, Courtney, and thank you, Percy, for bringing Courtney to us today. We'll talk more about what has just been said here in a moment, but we are excited now that Health, Hope, and Inspiration and Abide Meditations are teaming up to make a premium subscription of Abide's mobile app free to the HHI community. Abide makes Bible meditations delightful. You can learn to meditate in five minutes a day. Rest peacefully with Abide's Bible-based sleep stories. Text HHI to 22433 for your free subscription. Quiet your mind. Relax your body. Text HHI to 22433. Once again, text the letters HHI to 22433. We believe you will be blessed and encouraged. We were certainly blessed and encouraged to hear from Courtney today. Uh, thanks for bringing her to us, Percy. I love Courtney. Uh, we've had an opportunity to, to do some collaboration over the last year with her and her team, the, the CEO team, the, that outreach that we have at City of Hope uh, in following up and touching base with uh, uh, patients and individuals who uh, have questions about entering into the and navigating the healthcare system. 
But what I love about her more than anything else is her commitment to the humanity of people mm-hmm. and being willing to to be there and be uh, a bright light of hope and a ray of sunshine. And she is just uh, remarkable. I love her so much. Yeah. Well, the other thing, I mean, I hope you don't mind me mentioning this. Her Jewish background, of course, is an encouragement to us as well, as we are an interfaith program. Absolutely. And, and what I uh, appreciated so much was her willingness to talk about her her Jewish orientation and give us a little insight in terms of, you know, the Jewish faith and the, the spirit, the essence, you know, ethos uh, of that community. And and one of the things that that we both talked about and I had an opportunity probably two or three years ago to interview uh, a gentleman who uh, was a family uh, psychologist uh, who also had a Jewish background. And he shared with me the practice of I believe it's called Shiva. Hmm. Where mm-hmm. during the times of, of loss of a loved one, you know, that practice is that someone comes and spends time with that family member or the family members in silence and just presents a presence of love and support, not necessarily saying anything or doing anything, but just simply being present with an individual during their time of grief and loss. And I thought, what a beautiful sentiment and what a great uh, practice from a a cultural and from a religious perspective. So I really appreciated just, again, more insight around uh, some of those traditions. And we're going to have more conversations like that from others from different faith traditions as we as we learn and value and appreciate all of the different type of faith orientations that that are important to individuals. And of course, City of Hope's commitment to being interfaith. We are faith friendly we are not faith-based, but we love and we support anyone and everyone, and we are here to provide support to you as you desire it from your faith orientation, obviously. Yeah, that uh, that silence uh, practice is really a great takeaway from today's conversation, so I appreciate mm-hmm. the two of you talking about that. Um, Courtney had such great energy, though, didn't she? I mean, I love how she approaches life and approaches what she does. Well, you know, Courtney also is, a, is she sings a little bit. So before we started recording, she we were singing songs. Oh, you should have you know, recorded that. <laughs> oh, I, you know, and, and probably when we get her back, we'll do that. Okay, all right. Uh, and we were teasing each other uh, about Tina Turner because we were saying, you know, uh, <laughs> you're just simply the best. And she would sing a little bit of that. And so uh, music is a, is a and, and one of the dynamics that she did mention, particularly from her cultural orientation, and I can relate to this, certainly from an African-American perspective, is that music is a big part of the ethos culturally, you know, and I think music across the board in, in, in all cultures uh, has power and meaning. And so we shared that dynamic of love of music and spirit of music and how it can energize and motivate and empower you. So Courtney is just a, a ball of, of just love and joy. And, and she just makes me feel good whenever I talk to her. So I, I just love her energy so yeah. much. Well, Courtney, if you're listening to us, thank you for taking time to talk with our friend Percy yeah. here. It really meant a lot to us to have you yeah. on the program here today. Now, I've not mentioned except in passing our free resource this week, Ways to Respond to Cancer Patients. You put the these notes together for our benefit. So how can we use them, Percy? Absolutely. First and foremost, download them. They are free. So everyone listening, go download. And this is just one of probably 60 uh, free resources that uh, have been created that that anyone can access and share with family, friends, uh, fellow members of your faith community, etc., And this particular document is designed to basically give you practical insights on ways to respond to cancer patients. One of the things that I've heard consistently, still even to this day, Wayne, it's amazing, 
over the last 30, you know, almost 30 years of being in this a community is I don't really know what to say to a cancer patient. I'm not sure how to react or how sure. to respond. So yeah. we put a practical resource together that will give you a framework of some things that will hopefully empower and equip you to to engage with cancer patients. We want you to lean into engagements with them and not lean out of engagements. This document will help you to do so. Just download it share it, and uh, use it accordingly. Well, here's where you'll find it. It's at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. It's free to download. There's no cost, no obligation whatsoever. We just want you to take it, learn from it, use it in your own life, and uh, and a way to encourage others the way that we mm-hmm. learned from Courtney here today. So ways to respond to cancer patients available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. We read from the book of Isaiah earlier as our spiritual nugget. Let's kind of bookend it and come back to that passage, Percy. Spiritual nugget for the day, Isaiah 35, verse 3 through 5 says this, Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with uh, divine retribution, he will come to save you. And we heard this sentiment echoed uh, by Courtney, and she she certainly talked about how uh, the use of spirituality and faith and, and to the cancer community and her overarching approach is to be a conduit of love and support and strength with her and her team. And so today, for anyone listening, we want you to be the same. For those of you who are strong, you support those who are maybe a little weak in their faith, maybe a little weak physically, mentally, and emotionally. Uh, it'll be a big difference to have someone standing to their left and to their right saying, listen, let's work through this together. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Today, use those words to go encourage someone. We have learned a lot today, Percy. Thank you for bringing that to us. And thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast at Apple, at Spotify, at Google, or at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae. Thanks. We'll see you next week with another edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Absolutely. And so until then, remember, we've got work to do, folks, so let's keep chopping the wood. God bless. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Our hospitals in California, Georgia, Illinois, and Arizona are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of cancer patients. Our team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, and volunteers and support staff, all united by our desire to find cures and save lives. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies like spiritual support that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Our national network also includes many clinical care locations, 
offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.